This is episode number 90 of the Fearless Presentations podcast, the fastest, easiest way to eliminate public speaking fear. Want to absolutely eliminate public speaking fear? This podcast is the answer. Here's the guy who literally wrote the book on Fearless Presentations, Doug Stannard. Welcome to the Fearless Presentations podcast. I'm Doug Standard, CEO of the Leaders Institute and Fearless Presentations. And this is the podcast that helps people just like you become more confident and poised presenters and speakers. This is podcast number 90. And this week, I'm going to share with you one of the absolute best public speaking secrets ever devised. And it's actually, interestingly enough, one of the most unused public speaking secrets in the business world. So if you use this, you'll have a great advantage in the marketplace when you're actually presenting your ideas to your audiences. So, um, and by the way, if you can do this one thing really, really well, you're going to reduce your nervousness pretty dramatically. And you're also going to get the audience to like you a lot more at the same exact time. So works really, really well. So the podcast is brought to you by Fearless Presentations. And if you want, if you really want valuable one-on-one coaching to help you apply the content from this podcast, then I would I would encourage you to attend one of our Fearless Presentations classes. Uh, these are two-day public speaking classes. They're they're in just about every major city around the United States, Canada, Europe. Uh, and in fact, we've got classes coming up in the next. I think this is like the last the next two months. Anyway, we've got classes in Philadelphia, Columbus, New York, Detroit, New Orleans, Nashville, Atlanta, St. Louis, Dallas, my home here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, uh, Los Angeles, Las Vegas, Baltimore, Atlanta uh, and Denver. And if I didn't call your your city, just go to fearlesspresentations.com to access the full schedule. And don't forget, we can conduct private classes for groups of as few as really five people. And, and you get a significant discount off of the, the tuition for going to a, a public class. So if you're interested in any of those kind of things, just go to fearlesspresentations.com for, for details. All right, let's get on with today's podcast. So the title of the session today is Tell a Story in Your Speech, and it's going to help you reduce the public speaking fear that most people have. Um, fear, nervousness, you know, if you have that fear and nervousness in, in public speaking, one of the fastest ways or easiest ways anyway to really reduce that public speaking fear is to get into a story in your speech as soon as possible. It's going to reduce that fear dramatically. And it's also it's really the first public speaking secret that we share in the fearless presentations class when folks kind of come to our two day public speaking classes. Because when you tell a story, you reduce the presentations, presentation jitters and you also really build rapport with your audience at the same time. So if you don't believe me, just watch any professional speaker on on YouTube, any kind of motivational speaker. In fact, in the in the show notes, I'm just going to put a link that if you click it, it'll take you to uh, a, a search term for on YouTube for motivational speakers and just kind of watch 
any of them that show up, especially the ones that show up in the top 10, you're going to notice that the major thing that these professional speakers do is they'll give a bullet point, they'll give a concept, and they're going to back that up with an example or a story. And sometimes the really good ones are going to give that bullet point or give that that piece of advice or that piece of wisdom and back it up sometimes with two or three different examples to reinforce the point. So, and, and in fact, you'll find that, you know, pretty much the entire motivational speeches that you're going to see are composed of just a series of individual stories that are kind of linked together. So, so in this, in this episode, we're going to cover some of the major benefits of storytelling, and then we're going to give you some tips on, on how to actually tell stories really effectively in your presentation. So let's start with the major benefits. Now, they say that a picture is worth a thousand words. Well, when you tell a story in your speech, you're, you're, you're presenting a series of pictures. So if you think about it, the the you're you're creating you're you're creating the the concept just by painting those pictures in the mind of your audience you're creating the concept of having thousands and thousands of thousands of different words just by using descriptive terms in in a story works what much 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 better than a long list of bullet points and that kind of thing so um and by the way this is where true communication really occurs the human mind likes to think in pictures so when a speaker is able to kind of create an image in the mind of the audience member that's really similar to the picture in his or her head then that speaker has really communicated effectively now the details in the story are important however more words are not necessarily required to generate more details for instance I, I can give you a couple of just common first names, first names that you hear every day. And uh, and when I put those two names together, it's going to generate an image in your mind similar to the one that I have in my, my mind. All right, ready? All right, here goes. Ralph Lauren. So when I say those two images or those two names together, most likely you immediately saw the image of the polo rider on a horse. You know, most likely. It's the logo that the that that's on the polo shirts and all that kind of stuff, um, and and it's basically because that that's an imagery that's set up with just a few words, and that's really what we want to do. Uh, by the way, I, just for just for fun's sake, I, I'll give you another one. Right, right here, two more really common first names. See if it creates a specific image in your head. Right, right ready? Katie Perry. <laughs> so most likely you got the image of the singer in, in your head. So um, I, I'll give you one more because a lot of times, I say, yeah, but she's really famous, Doug. All right, here's one. Here's here's one. Also a famous person, but just like Ralph Lauren, probably don't know what this person looks like. All right, ready? Betsy Ross. You know, there's a good chance that the image that kind of pops into your head is the uh, the original U.S. flag that has the the 13 stars in the circle. The reason why is because those are our shared images that we all have in our lexicon. And when you're when you're telling a story, that's really what you're doing with your audience. You're building rapport. You're letting them know, let, giving them an image in their head that really lets them see a very similar thing as to what you have in your head. So um, the, the key thing about telling a story is that you don't necessarily have to be unbelievably wordy. In fact, a lot of times, you know, brief stories can have even more impact. Now, just so you know, I'm, I'm not really going to cover this a lot on the the podcast, but we'll probably cover this next week and in, in, as we kind of go into more detail about this. But um, one of the things that I encourage people to do in my classes when we're teaching them how to tell stories is is to have examples from your own personal experience but practice delivering those a, a examples in different time frames. So practice like a 
15 or 20 second example and then practice a one minute example and then practice a two minute example, basically saying the same thing, but with either more or less details. And, and that way it can kind of fit the time frame for the, the situation that you have in your speech. All right. So so the I, you know, so I mentioned that we we're going to talk about some of the major benefits, the number one most important major benefit that stories do for you when you put them into your presentation is when you tell a story, you reduce your nervousness dramatically. So one of the major fears that people have when they deliver a presentation is that they fear kind of losing their train of thought. You know, what happens if I forget something? You know, the, the public speaking fear is typically caused by trying to cover too much content without inserting enough examples or stories. That, so storytelling, by the way, is incredibly, incredibly simple. All you really have to do is remember an incident from your own personal experience and then replay the video in your head of what happened. And then finally, you tell your audience what you're seeing on the video. So it's real easy. It's real easy to kind of play the video and, and just recite back what you're seeing there. Um, it's funny because I, just a couple of weeks ago, I had a class member that was in my class. And, and one of the things that he said just, that just kind of shocked me was he said, well, I'm just not good at telling stories. And it was like, I'm looking at him going, how is that even possible? I mean, it's, that's what we do every day of our lives when we're talking with our friends and when we're at family reunions and when we're at the bar and, you know, all that kind of stuff. I mean, when we're building rapport with people, we're, we're telling stories. So, so because I was a little confused, I, I was wondering what on earth could have happened to this guy to make him think that he wasn't a good storyteller. And, and really, I don't know what it was. I mean, it, I, we never kind of covered that in uh, in class. But what I did was I just tried to get him to see that that was a in a really an untrue belief that he that he had about himself. So basically, I didn't argue with him. I just said, hey, just out of curiosity, when you were younger, did you ever have a brush with the law? That's usually a really good kind of opening line for somebody when you meet him for the first time, right? But it was funny because when I said that, he thought for a second. He said, well, you know, when I was in school, I got a ticket for public intoxication. You know, and and I said, really? Tell me about it. And it took he, it took a little coaxing, but in the next three minutes, he had us all laughing with him as he told us about this error in judgment that he had when he was in high school or, or early in college, that kind of thing. Uh, and how he had to do community service for for a month because of it because of that uh, indiscretion that he had. So so once once I I kind of coaxed that out of him, I just asked him an, an, another question as well. I said, "What's the biggest challenge that your team has encountered on the project that you're working on so far? You know, the, the, that big project that you've been working on for the last two, three, four months. What's the what, what's one of the major challenges that you guys have faced? And and he kind of he in just a couple of words he he answered it. And when he answered, I kind of looked at him and I said, "Well, tell me how they fixed it." So they they had this challenge. So what exactly did they do to fix it? And it was funny because his eyes kind of lit up and and he spoke for I bet it was almost five minutes telling me telling telling the whole group about what his people had done to solve this this huge problem and i reminded him that each of those examples that he just gave us were interesting stories in addition he was able to tell each one of those examples to the entire group without any presentation practice without any coaching without anything basically i just kind of asked him a couple of questions and he and he was able to recite it and you can do the same thing in your presentations all you really have to do is ask the right questions of yourself just say when was it if you got a bullet point that you're trying to get across to your audience just kind of say when was a time 
that I saw this bullet point be true? Or, or when was the last time that we faced something like this and we're able to use this, the concept that I'm going to try to get across in the bullet point as a way to solve it? And it's a good way to, to insert stories and examples in your presentation. The second thing, the second advantage that stories will give you is that the stories are really less argumentative than facts and data. And you would think that facts and data are going to be our, our best friend when we're speaking. But in reality, um, it it doesn't actually work that way. And by the way, a bit, uh, when when you're telling personal stories, a big bonus about telling personal stories, like I was encouraging the, the, um, the guy in my class to do, is that... Um, when you're reciting that personal experience, it makes it really easy for you to give details about it. And makes it also, since you're the only one in the room who knows exactly what happens, no one in the audience can really challenge you on it. So uh, if you if you deliver a fact, however, if you give them a fact or a figure or a piece of data, human nature makes us want to play devil's advocate. So when you tell a story, we're actually reducing the chance of the audience trying to challenge our data, which is really interesting. And by the way, if you want more details about this, if you uh, back a, a couple of podcasts ago, we did a, an entire podcast on how to be more persuasive in your speech. And we covered this in great detail about how facts and figures are not necessarily the, the best way to get your ideas across. The, a good example or story can do that. And this is one of the reasons why I wanted to spend more time on this this time this week. Um, and then number three, the third thing that the third benefit anyway, that ought, that um, that stories will do for you is <laughs> stories actually make the audience like you more. One of the best ways to build rapport with people, build rapport anyway with your audience is to get into a story as fast as you can. And, and it's really funny. I mean, we, we do, we're doing a, like here at the Leaders Institute and fearless presentations, we're doing a lot more social media. And one of the things that my social media expert keeps telling me uh, is that people really, really want to see the behind the scenes stuff that we do. And um, so as a result, I, w I had this just last week or two weeks ago. Anyway, I had this whirlwind travel tour where I was going from coast to coast twice in in three days. It was this crazy, crazy, crazy travel schedule that it, that was rare one of those rare things that that happened but you know one of those things that was was pretty newsworthy anyway so all i did was at each step of that of that trip i just did a really quick uh, facebook live posting that that and then she was able to kind of repost those to instagram and repost those to to some of the other social media feeds and stuff like that but um so basically what I did was, you know, that my first leg was I was flying from Dallas to uh, to Newark. And when I uh, and it was funny because my, my flight got canceled and I ended up getting rerouted to Philadelphia. And so I was going from, from driving from Philadelphia to Princeton, which actually wasn't that much different than flying into Newark. So it really wasn't that bad. But then I was having to fly back from from uh, from Newark and uh, and American Airlines wouldn't let me change my flight. And so it's because I, I, you know, I wanted to return the car back to Philadelphia where I got it. And they wanted me to go take my flight in Newark. And about halfway to the Newark airport, they canceled my flight again and rerouted me to Philadelphia. So I ended up going all the way. It was just weird fiasco. But anyway, I documented the whole thing on on social media just to kind of so people could see the behind the scenes stuff. And it was basically just me telling the story about what had happened to me over the that that two or three day period and and it was really fun by the way if you want to see it it's on our on our facebook it's on uh, if you go to facebook and type in fearless presentations you'll you'll be able to find it pretty quickly um but 
on each leg of those trips, each leg of the trip, I just kind of posted a, a Facebook live posting of, of what was going on. And, um, and, it, it, the, and by the way, w- what was interesting about that was that we got, we got way more people watching those Facebook lives, those little short Facebook live videos than what we do. I probably dozens more, um, uh, people were actually watching those than, than our great posts that have all kinds of great information in them and stuff like that. So, um, it, cause people really want to know the personal stuff about the the folks that they're that they're listening to you know so so keep that in mind that's one of the things that stories will help you do is um kind of build that rapport with people and it's funny because the concept that my social media person has been trying to get in my you know beat into my head over the last couple of years is the same concept i've actually been teaching to people when they're trying to be better public speakers is, is that um that the stories and examples let your audience know the real you. They they make the audience care about you. They they like you more. And in fact, motivational speakers know this. You look at the the popular motivational speakers, you're going to see that 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 that's one of the reasons why they are the most sought after professional speakers. They they the ones that are the most sought after professional professional speakers are the ones that are just masters at at telling stories in their speeches. So um, so those are some of the major benefits. And what we're going to do is we're going to kind of break this up because I, I, the content was going to get really, really long. So what I'm going to do is next week, I'm going to show you some some tips on how to insert those stories. So we got the major benefits, why you should do it. Next week, we're going to kind of show you how to do it. So stay tuned for next week's episode of how to deliver really, really good stories or insert really, really good stories into your your presentations. And it's going to help you reduce that public speaking fear dramatically. And by the way, if you haven't yet subscribed to the podcast, make sure and do that. Um, We're putting out new posts every single week. So every week we're having uh, new content. Um, There's also, uh, if you, if you, haven't yet accessed any of our show notes on the show notes pages it's got basically almost word for word everything that i kind of say on it's it's almost a transcript of what i say on the podcast and it's got all kinds of great images and a lot of times there's handouts and and videos and stuff like that to go with it as well as the audio file if you want to if you want to download the audio file or any of that kind of stuff so the show notes are are really easy to go to just go to phyllispresentations.com and in the search bar just type in whatever title the podcast is and it will show up on the you'll, you'll get the show notes for that as well so we'll see you next week on the fearless presentations podcast Subscribe to this podcast for new public speaking secrets each week.